Good morning and Happy New Year. This is Rob McDougall from Zank Financial with your weekly economic update. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. So last week in terms of economic news, very little, almost nothing. In fact, uh, we had initial jobless claims that comes out every week. It was insignificant in the scope of things. Initial jobless claims for the prior week came in at 225,000. Expectation was 220. Trend line has been about 220. So this did not move the markets and is not really significant. So before going into the uh, index returns from last week, I do want to go through a couple of economic updates. Uh, One being is the expectation for fourth quarter 2022 GDP growth. Um, if you watch us before, you see that we often use the Atlanta Federal Reserve's FedNow estimate. That's just their best guess at what the economic growth was for a given quarter. Their expectation for the fourth quarter, they did not have an update last week, I'm sure, because of the holidays. Um, they'll do one later today. So their most recent uh, estimate for fourth quarter GDP growth is 3.7%. Seems really high. Uh, consensus estimates uh, from economists slightly over 1%. Now, I will say last quarter, the same setup happened. Uh, Atlanta Federal Reserve estimate was way above The Economist, and it actually, the number came in at 3.2%, much closer to the Atlanta Federal Reserve's estimate than the consensus economist number. So we'll see what happens here, but 37 does seem pretty high, so we'll see if they adjust that later today. Also last week, uh, expectations for inflation went up just slightly, nothing really to report there. The absolute number is really low. 2.3% is the expectation for uh, inflation over the next 10 years. Uh, That seems really low compared to the CPI, still running over 7% at this point, or the PCE number. So clearly market participants are expecting a rapid decline in inflation here in 2023. The expectation now, the embedded expectation for 10-year inflation based on U.S. Treasury minus U.S. TIPS 10-year is 2.3%. It was up 10 basis points over the prior week. Expectations for Federal Reserve rate hikes. There's a Fed meeting at the end of this month. It'll be announced on February 1st. The expectation is... 50 basis point increase. The probability of a 75 basis point increase went down last week. So the prior week, the expectation was, or the probability built into the Fed funds future market was a 40 basis point or a 40 percent chance of a 75 basis point increase. That has now dropped to about 28 percent. So as we sit here today. There's a 72% probability built into the Fed Fund futures market that will have only that 50 basis point increase on February 1st. So returns last week, um, not much economic news, holiday shortened, not much happened last week. U.S. equities nearly flat, S&P 500 down 11 basis points. International equities pretty flat as well, slightly outperformed the U.S. That was down two basis points. Fixed income in the USO is kind of significant. Uh, Yields did rise, so bond uh, returns last week were down. The two-year Treasury was up 10 basis points last week. The 10-year Treasuries were up 13 basis points last week. The U.S. Aggregate Bond Index then finished the week down 65 basis points. So that was for last week. I'll just give you a quick recap of 2022. Miserable year across the board. No place to hide. Heard that 
before, I'm sure. But U.S. equities in 2022, the S&P 500 was down 18.11%. The NASDAQ, tech-heavy, growth-heavy, uh, was down 33.1%. So within the U.S. last year, value held up much better, nearly flat. It was down 70 basis points. U.S. growth, however, was down 36.7%. In the U.S., uh, small cap did outperform large, not nearly as uh, large of a variance between the two. Small cap was down 18.5%, and uh, large cap was down 20.4%. International actually outperformed, if you use the S&P as a proxy for U.S. equities, so uh, international stocks actually held up a little bit better than U.S. last year, first time in several years. The MSCI All World XUS Index was down 16.6% for the year. And as I mentioned, the S&P 500 was down 18.1% for the year. Fixed income was a real story in 2022, arguably the worst year ever in fixed income, certainly in our lifetime. The U.S. Aggregate Bond Index of Bloomberg, which goes back into the 1970s, it was the worst year on record. The U.S. Aggregate Bond Index was down 13% last year. So any portfolio uh, with heavy fixed income last year uh, was was brought down by fixed income returns. So I believe the 60-40, if you use an index of that, 60% equity, 40% fixed, again, one of the worst years on record. So economic data coming out this week. We have one metric tomorrow. We have a slew of metrics coming out on Friday. So tomorrow is the ISM Manufacturing Index for December. Um, it was came in at 49.0% in November. You may recall it scaled to 50 being the demarcation between expansion above 50, contraction of the manufacturing economy below 50. So the month of November, it came in at 49.0. The expectation is a slight well, a further drop here for the month of December. It's expected to come in at 47.5. On Friday, we get all the payroll and payroll-related numbers. Uh, the most significant, I think, will be the non-farm payroll number. The non-farm payroll number is reported by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, that has been very solid throughout 2020. Uh, the run rate over the last five months has been over 250,000. We had two huge months during 2022, both February and July numbers, where well over a half million jobs added for both of those months. So the question is whether those, uh, how solid those numbers are. There's some reason to believe that maybe those numbers are a bit overstated. Uh, there's a separate survey that the uh, BLS does, which is a household survey. And that survey suggests since last April, there's been very little job growth. The survey that BLS uses, the establishment survey, that showed job growth of 1.7 million. So there's a huge divergence between those data points. At some point, they'll have to come back in line. We'll see if that starts to happen. So I think there are really downside um, expectations or probabilities built in for both revisions for prior months for the numbers and the jobs number that we see here early in 2023. So some other data points on Friday, we'll see the uh, average hourly earnings. This is a potential good news is bad news situation. Uh, last month, month of November, 
the hourly earnings advance 0.6% month over month over month. So it sounds like a good thing. Consumers have more money to spend. However, investors are so focused on inflation and what the Federal Reserve will do regarding inflation that a high number, again, like 0.6, might be a negative. The consensus for the month of December uh, for wage increase hourly is a positive 0.4 month over month. Also on Friday, uh, we have the December ISM non-manufacturing or services metric. This has been very solid throughout 2022. It's been consistently above 54%. It was 56.5% for November. The consensus expectation for December is that it will come in at 55%. So that's it for a recap of last week, the markets last week, and economic data that's coming out this week. We thank you very much for attending. I look forward to a much better 2023. Thank you for watching. Mm -hmm.